podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. We're thankful for the reasons it's the best part of the fall. The crossover of seasons, football and basketball. So grab yourself a pumpkin brew or beverage of your choice. All the best smelling wildcats are here with Bosco's voice. Oh, don't you know we're on a podcast with Bosco's voice. Because I love you, Bonehead's baby. We're on a podcast. We're Bosco's boys. Because I love you, Bonehead's baby. Thank you. Thank you very much for giving. Boom, the boys are back, and here is the Thanksgiving special. Look, I don't think this is probably going to be a very long episode, um, but look, if you guys know one thing about me at this point, you should know um, I like the streaks, I like keeping things going, and look, I like to talk. I can talk into a microphone for another 20, 30 minutes to keep this streak going that we started back in August this year. We're going to see at least through the month of November, and we'll figure out what's going on in December. Um, we're going to have probably at least three shows. I mean, heck, we might, may as well try to try to get all the way through to Christmas with one show, or five shows a week. So um, we'll see what's going on. So first, let me be... Uh, one of, I'm sure, hopefully the many folks to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Um, in this episode, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to get all my Thanksgiving hot takes out there. Um, I'm going to um, let it all be known. Before I do that, I'll, I'll talk about kind of, kind of my thoughts, uh, some my uh, thoughts around K-State basketball, K- or men's basketball, women's basketball, and volleyball, uh, since we had yesterday a football preview show. Um, and then we'll do the Thanksgiving kind of takes. I don't think any of them are especially hot takes, um, but I'll get them out there, whether it's food, it's traditions, all that type of stuff. I'll get them all out there uh, for all of you guys to hear and to digest and to enjoy. Before we do, let's give a shout out to uh, one of the sponsors. I'm super thankful, Manhattan Brewing Company. Look, they have all sorts of great beers. They're transitioning into the winter beers. And boy, do they thrive with the winter beers. I can't wait to get in there uh, before the game on Saturday. Have a Tis the Saison, um, which is their uh, a Saison that uh, with some, I think it's cherry. Oh, my mouth is watering just thinking about it. It just sounds like the perfect Christmas beer. Um, so get in there. Always make that part of your game day tradition when it comes to men's basketball get a pint get a couple four packs get a couple crawlers every time you go in and of course be sure to talk to your local liquor store because wabash ale is about to be distributed all across the state make sure they're on the list so you can buy that at the preferred liquor store close to you all right uh first let's start men's basketball 
A frustrating loss versus Miami, but a very fun win versus Providence. Um, I think you can see this team has a lot of grit, has a lot of fight in them, no pun intended there, um, and, and they're never going to back down. Now, they, they, they put themselves into a massive hole um, versus Miami, and, and you kind of saw the uh, kind of dark side, the scary side to this team that is going to be so dependent on shooting threes this year. Um, and when you go up against a team that's hot, that hole can build very fast. And if you have an off night, um, it gets ugly. Now, they made it respectable. They kind of went on a run. It kind of felt a lot like that USC game. Obviously, Miami scored in different ways, but um, it wasn't really like a moral victory of coming from behind in that one. Now, um, due to a pretty dubious decision by uh, the referee declaring that a fight between Day-Day Ames and uh, the Providence kid, uh, Day-Day Ames was suspended, so you didn't have any Day-Day. Of course, you're without uh, Naquan Tomlin. Of course, you're out uh, without Quez Glover uh, until conference play. So you were playing with a little bit of a stack deck, but they couldn't get it done. So I, I was a little disappointed with the, that game on Sunday, but I, I came away very pleased with that Providence game. Again, I think that's going to end up being um, a, a quad one win uh, when the net rankings are released. I think that's going to be a nice little resume win. And now they have, um, you know, a, a, they had a game yesterday. I, I'm Full disclosure, I'm, I'm recording this Tuesday evening, so I don't know what happened. Hopefully it was a nice, easy win. Um, and then you have like Central Alabama, some directional Alabama, and then you have uh, some tests uh, in December uh, to start getting you ready for Big 12 play, and it's going to be here before you know it. So uh, it sounds like the winds are blowing in the direction of Naquan Tomlin going to be rejoining the team hopefully at semester, maybe sometime in December. Uh, but you're hoping to get Naquan back for Big 12 play. How fast can he acclimate to the team? Um, I think that's going to be a massive um, bonus for this team when he does come back. Um, I I think you need that scoring. I think you need that help on defense. Uh, Bringing him on is going to really open things up for Arthur Kaluma. I think it's going to allow Cam Carter a little bit more... um, room to drive or, or at least more options to kick it out. I don't know if it's going to open up much for Tyler Perry. Um, I, I think he's still going to be a big focal uh, for most of the defenses out there on the perimeter. Um, but when he comes back, because again, I, I don't know this for a fact. I'm just reading between the lines and keeping my ear to the ground. It seems like Naquan's going to be back um, here in the next month or so. Um, So we'll see what happens. That's going to be big when it does. But, um, again, hopefully a nice, easy win. Um, Again, that's a quick turnaround. Sunday in the Bahamas to Wednesday in Bramlage. So if that game's a little rough, I'm not going to spaz out too much about it. Um, But next Tuesday versus Oral Roberts, you want to put that on them. But, again, uh, you know, uh, you you never know what's going to happen. Hopefully you you do put it on them and then you get ready – you know, to take care of business in December with, you know, trip to LSU. You got Villanova coming to your house, Wichita in Kansas City, Nebraska inside Bramlage. Um, so, again, you have some um, some spicy games uh, for December before you get to Big 12 play. So, we'll see what happens there. I am encouraged by the uh, 
by that Providence game. Shout out to Kim English. Kim English is, is the real deal, folks. I, I think he's going to be a good coach. Um, and hopefully if he makes his uh, another step, although he's at a Big E school. But I don't want to see him in the Big 12. <laughs> I don't want to see him in the Big 12. So keep him away because uh, I think Kim uh, English as the real deal at Providence. And I think uh, at the end of the year, I think Providence is going to be a tournament, tournament team. Also, I don't know where they're going to be for 2024, but I want to go to one of these, you know. Um, you know, I kind of want to. I I don't. I think my mom would be mad if I ever missed Thanksgiving for one of them. And uh, obviously, I don't want to miss a, a big football game either. But man, I'm jealous of those folks who went to Baja Mar and, and got to see that. So we'll have to see where the uh, tournament is for 2024. One of these days, I'm going to go to one of these uh, tropical islands and see the Cats play a little bit of November, December basketball. Uh, before we move into, we'll talk about the uh, women's team. Uh, before we do that. Let's shout out Charlie Hustle. Talking about the women's team, they have the Aoka League Gabby Gregory NIL shirt. And boy, I bet that was a hot seller after the victory over Iowa. Look, those two ladies can get it done on the court, and they're getting it done in the NIL world, and I'm glad Charlie Hustle is part of that movement. Look, we've talked about how great the Charlie Hustle stuff is, but let's talk about how great they are working with K-State athletes for these NIL deals. Look, they had last year Keontae and uh, Marquise Noel. For football season, they had Will Howard and the entire K-State beef, uh, that T-shirt. This year for basketball, Gabby Gregory, Aoka Lee, Tyler Perry, and Arthur Kaluma. Again, NIL is here to stay. And one of the easy ways to support the K-State athletes and look good doing it is getting your Charlie Hustle NIL shirt today. Get over there, buy it. All right, let's talk about the women's team. Look, what they were able to do in Iowa City um, is second to none. When it comes to resume time, when they're talking about Selection Sunday uh, for women's basketball here in March, that is the type of win that could put K-State on the four-seed line um, and that's the difference in women's college basketball of hosting games. Seeds one through four get to host the first two rounds, and being able to tout that road victory could be instrumental. And like I said, it could be the difference. It could be that tipping point for an entire seed line uh, come Selection Sunday. And again, if you're on that 4-5 line, if you're right on that cusp, uh, folks, it is massive to have that four seed. Could you imagine a sold-out Bramlage Coliseum for a first round and then a second round game in the NCAA tournament? Try to get these women and Jeff Mitty to the second weekend for the first time and seem it feels like forever. That would be absolutely massive for them to accomplish. So that win in Iowa City cannot be underrated. And the fun part about that win is is when you look at who was guarding uh, Caitlin Clark for long uh, periods of time. Z Walker, who is a transfer, she came in from Louisville, and she was, I think she's originally from Mays, or she's from Wichita. She's a Kansas kid. Uh, she put the clamps down on uh, Caitlin Clark, the uh, defending national player of the year, as uh, Ziana Walker. 
You guys know how bad I am pronouncing names, so I'm sorry. But she's also averaging 9.3 points and 3.5 rebounds early on in the season. Now, she didn't have a great game versus Wisconsin, but she even had 12 points uh, in that game versus Iowa as well. And she's a redshirt freshman. That is what is so exciting about her. And then, again, if you want to talk about these young kids, Taryn Sides, she was the one who hit that cold-blooded three-point shot uh, to to stop an, an Iowa run. Uh, she's from Phillipsburg, Kansas. So again, they're building with some of this elite local talent um, that are freshmen that are only going to be growing. Um, so I, I, I'm I'm pumped about that. And look, it would have been the easiest thing in the world to follow up that game with Iowa and then lay an egg uh, versus Wisconsin, who is a uh, you know they're they're three and one coming in or they're three and zero coming into that game. Uh, and, and they're a Big Ten team. What do they do from the jump? They blitz them twenty to nine in the first quarter and twenty five to nine in the third quarter. So they were not going to rest on that. And, and again, you have big games from your star Aoka Lee. Twenty points in only twenty seven minutes. Nine of sixteen from the floor. Um, she's an All American. She's an absolute All American. Jalen Glenn. She had double digits. Gabby Gregory back in double digits. Uh, oh, and, and also uh, Briley Glenn, also double digits. So you had both the Glenn twins, and Serena Sundell was the only starter um, not in double figures, and she grabbed seven rebounds in that game as well. Uh, so again, I think this is a entertaining team. This is a good team. This is a team that is capable of big things, not only in non-con play, not only in Big 12 play, but I think that they can make some noise in uh, the NCAA tournament. And again, they're not even hitting on all cylinders yet. Again, when you when you look at what Serena Sundell uh, is averaging, she's only averaging 4.8 points a game right now. Last year, uh, what was she up? She, she was 13.9 points. Uh, you know, she's right at her four rebounds game, and she had five assists a game last year. Again, some of that scoring, some of the scoring from for the entire team is going to come down a little bit when Aoka Lee comes back. But again, she is a talented guard who can fill up the stat sheet as well, who hasn't even had to do it yet. This is a deep team. This is a team that has girls like Eliza Maupin, who who's going to be coming off the bench. You're going to have Giselle Sanchez, who had a big summer playing over in Europe, in FIBO, uh, in Spain. We already talked about sides. We already talked about Walker. You have a deep team. You have a talented team. And there's no reason why Jeff Mitty's team can't be a force to be reckoned with. Um the entire season. Uh, I, I think they debuted in the AP poll at 16. Uh, they were ranked this week. I don't know where they landed in the coaches poll. In the latest uh, ESPN bracketology, uh, they're rated as a six seed. Again, I think I think a realistic goal, and I think the goal they should be going after is a four seed or better so they can be hosting games in the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament in Bramlage Coliseum. So, um, they're a team that is worth watching. And I said it yesterday, depending on how their tournament, the Gulf Coast Classic, uh, goes, they could be facing Iowa, I believe, on Sunday. It's going to be on Flow Hoops, so I'm going to be 110% honest with you guys. I'm not going to buy Flow Hoops. But it's going to be something I'm going to be listening to on the radio, on the K-State Sports app. Uh, because, look, if they could get a second win over Iowa, I mean, 
look out. And you're really, if that does, if you're playing Iowa in the championship game, you're really playing with house money at that point because you're not going to get penalized for losing that game. Losing that game doesn't uh, erase going into Iowa City in front of 15,000 fans and beating them. Um, so, so you really are playing with house money if that game does come to fruition. So we'll see what happens. But I do think that K-State fans, and again, I'm not going to tell you guys what to do with your time. And, and uh, you know, I, I know what I'm about to say. It sounds like I am. But I, I would challenge you guys to try to make an effort to watch this team play. They are good and they are entertaining. The next time that you're going to get a chance to watch them without like a Flow Hoops uh, subscription is on Friday, December 1st. They're going to be on ESPN Plus playing Jackson State. And I'll tell you this, on December 9th, on December 9th, they are going to be playing up in St. Joe versus Missouri at 5 o'clock. So that might be a game Worth if you're in if you're in the Kansas City area, I think you should maybe uh, maybe try to get out there and 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 see uh, see them playing again. You know, I guess the Army Navy game will be going on, uh, but you're not going to have any K State football. It'll be after the K State LSU game, the men's game on SEC Network. Uh, that's at 12:30. So if you're in the Kansas City area, go on up to St. Joe and see the women play in person. Give a little bit of purple love up in Missouri, and, and this team really is fun and worth watching. And finally, in the uh, uh, non-football sports, volleyball. Going up against Houston, Houston's ranked 22nd, so they're playing on Saturday, and I, <laughs> I I'm, I'm a little nervous for this one. Um, I think K State is going to be right on the cusp when it comes to whether or not they're going to make it into the NCAA tournament. Um, I don't know enough about um, the selection process, but with everything. Um, you know, seemingly outside of men's basketball. And I think women's might have the net, but it's so dependent on your RPI. And um, due to kind of what was going on earlier in the season, um, K-State's RPI is not in a great place. So K-State is 16-10. and 10. They're 10-7 and 7 in the conference, a good volleyball conference. Um, but playing Houston, 2 p.m. Uh, on the road. It's going to be on ESPN+. Plus. Uh, so something to keep your eye on as you're getting ready uh, for Farmageddon, number 22, Houston. If you're able to grab that one, if you're able to grab another ranked win, you got to think that is going to be enough uh, to get you going. But, man, there are so many, you know, what-ifs when you look back on it. You know, the the five-set loss at UCF uh, back in October, dr- being up two sets to nothing and then letting Oklahoma come back uh, back in, uh, in October. Those are back-to-back games. Not being able to grab either of the games at KU. Um, just some painful losses. You know, losing in four sets versus Cincinnati at home. Um, just, you know, losing to Rice. Losing to Lipscomb. Just... Just some frustrating losses um, th- th- that might come back to haunt you. Um, the, the 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 margin for error is just so thin when you when you have some of those frustrating losses. And again, I, I think they're going to be on the bubble. It, the selection show is going to be on ESPN, I believe, at five p.m. on Sunday. 
Uh, so I'll be tuning in. I, I will be on the edge of my seat. I, I believe these girls, these women, deserve to get to the NCAA tournament. They have proven they can beat anyone in the country. And I don't think it's... I, I, I th- I'll, I'll say this. I don't think anyone wants to see K-State pop up in their bracket. They are very regional when they do the NCAA tournament. So there's a very real chance. We're going to have a chance. Uh, there's a, going to be a real chance that we get a rematch with Nebraska. And I'm going to tell you this right now. That team up in Lincoln, Nebraska does not want to see K-State pop up on Selection Sunday and have to face them in Lincoln. Uh, K-State, again, one of the greatest wins in program history, was a postseason win up in Lincoln, Nebraska uh, in the NCAA tournament, I think back in 2012. Um, Don't quote me on that. I I think it was 2012 or 2011. Uh, They went up to... uh, yeah, I, I 2012 or 2011, they went up to Lincoln and they got that win in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. So I promise you, no team wants to see K-State pop up on their schedule uh, on Selection Sunday. So I'm fingers crossed. I want these women uh, in, in uh, you know, Jason Mansfield. I want them to get to the NCAA tournament because they've proven they can beat anyone. So I hope it happens. I'll be on the lookout. I, I, I want it to happen. Look, if, if we get the good news, if they get selected, I'm going to have Brian Smoller on next week uh, to preview the uh, the tournament game. Uh, and, hell, we'll, we'll talk about women's basketball. We'll talk about what he saw down at Baja Mar. We'll talk about everything with Brian Smoller. Um, but we will have a volleyball postseason preview episode with Brian Smoller. Hopefully. I, I haven't asked him. Um, shit. <laughs> I, I mean, I hope to. I hope to. Um, so, so, so that's what we're gonna do. Um, I, I hope it happens. Fingers crossed. I, I'm, re- I'm really pulling for them. I want them to get to the NCAA tournament. All right, let's get to. Uh, here are all my Thanksgiving uh, takes. Uh, all my Thanksgiving uh, opinions. Um, all my Thanksgiving tradition stuff, and then uh, we're gonna call it a day. Um, all right. So first off, Thanksgiving traditions. Um, the, the big one I need to watch on Thanksgiving day, um, Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and then it's the Mayflower Charlie Brown, uh, with my dad on Thanksgiving morning. Um, I don't really care for the parade. I don't really care for anything else. I like to have coffee. I like to watch those two Charlie Brown specials with my father, um, and, and enjoy that. Um, I'll be driving in. I think my plan is to be driving into Topeka, uh, you know, mid morning. Um, so I, I'm, I'm hoping to make sure that that happens on Thanksgiving morning. Um, like I said, I don't care for the parade. Uh, I, I love having football on, you know, you have the lions, uh, for my family, it's usually a dinner, Instead of a lunch, uh, I'm only in one Thanksgiving. Uh, it's just me. Um, if anyone wants to set me up with their cousin, their sister, their friend, uh, their sister-in-law, let me know. Uh, I can try to navigate to Thanksgiving, but, you know, it's just me. Uh, we've always done it. My mom has been hosting. My parents have been hosting uh, the Thanksgiving, oh, man, for the better part of 15 years at this point, maybe longer. 
Uh, it's usually been dinner. I think this year it's closer to late afternoon versus like evening. Uh, but usually folks start coming around with the Cowboys game on. Um, and then the, you know, eating, you know, pie usually um, goes on the, the third, uh, you know, the third NFL game, the rotating NFL game gets on. Um, you know, the perfect Thanksgiving plate for me, white meat and dark meat, uh, turkey, green bean casserole, uh, dressing. I, I call it dressing, not stuffing, because there is a difference. If it goes inside the bird, it's stuffing. If it's cooked in a pan outside the bird, it's dressing. Um, so I have uh, white and dark meat, green bean casserole, dressing, mashed potatoes. And then my mom makes this amazing cranberry, apple, cinnamon, chutney, I, I mean, I, it's not really a sauce. It, it, you know, it, it, there is sauce to it, but like just this delicious uh, dish. And, and I think really only me and my dad eat it in the entire family. But I, I go and get like a ramekin or a bowl uh, and, and fill it up and eat that along with it. And folks, it is so good. It is so good. Um, so I do that. I don't do the jelly. I don't need any rolls. Um we don't do sweet potatoes. Again, it's mashed potato, just great garlic, butter, just mashed potato heaven. Absolutely amazing. Sometimes, depending on if it's a bigger group or not, there's sometimes mac and cheese. You know, mac and cheese is fine. I'm not looking, I'm not, uh, you know, trying to have that on Thanksgiving. So that that's not usually on my plate. So that that's my plate. I'll usually go up for a second um, and, and grab some more turkey, some more uh, mashed potatoes. I, and really, it's just a, a smaller version of my original plate. Um, I'll, I'll load it up big time, and then I'll go up for a second plate, kind of smaller on everything, but I'm going two plates. Um, dessert time, you guys know, hashtag team pecan pie. Um, pumpkin pie is fine, uh, but it's not even in my top five pies. Pecan pie is number one. Uh, chocolate silk pie is number two, apple number three, cherry four. So maybe it is five. Maybe maybe pumpkin pie is number five. Um, but yeah, it, it's team pecan all the way. My mom makes the best pecan chocolate pie. It, it's it's a pecan pie with some bourbon. And then there's some chocolate chips in there. And, and folks, it's second to none. Second to none. Um, and, and honestly, I feel sorry for everyone who has never had a slice of that pie. It, it's it's the best pie in the world. A little bit of uh, whipped topping out of a uh, aerosol can. Uh, give Chauncey a little bit of uh, whipped topping. Chauncey will get a little bit of turkey as well. He'll get a little mashed potatoes. Um, but that's that's what Chauncey likes. So I'll, I'll honestly, it, the first time he ever had any table food and i know you're not supposed to do it whatever but the first time he had table food was on thanksgiving back in uh that would have been what would, would that have been 2021 is this his third thanksgiving i think it is so i think uh thanksgiving 2021 um I, I i chopped up i cut up a little turkey gave him a little mashed potatoes and that was the first time he ever had any human food um so that's the food, uh, drink, uh, drink some water and some red wine with dinner, uh, and then I'm a bourbon straight usually or a whiskey straight, um, you know, during the day on Thanksgiving, 
Um, sometimes I make an old fashioned. I, I don't think I'm going to do old fashions this year. I think it's just going to be whiskey straight. Uh, actually, probably whiskey over uh, over ice this year. Um, so yeah, so, so that's the drinks of Thanksgiving. Um, next day, I do not shop Black Friday. I worked three Black Friday, two or three. I worked two Black Fridays at Best Buy uh, when I was a teenager. Absolutely horrible. So I don't shop on Black Friday. It's just uh, college football. Last year, you had the World Cup going on at the same time. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, there'll be some college basketball watching as well. Um, there are KU fans in the family. I don't know what KU's uh, basketball tournament is. They might be playing at Thanksgiving. There's been times where we've had KU basketball on during Thanksgiving. Heck, I think K-State basketball has played on Thanksgiving before. Uh, but we'll have a little basketball going. But Friday, no. Um, just some coffee in the morning. Um Waiting for college football to roll around. Um, maybe a little bit of Christmas music. Um, then watch college football all day on Friday. Um, and I'll have a turkey sandwich. Uh, last year my dad made me a turkey sandwich with uh, cranberry sauce, uh, turkey, mashed potatoes, uh, dressing. Uh, so the whole nine yards. And it, it was awesome. It's like a one time a year thing though. Uh, but it, but it was really good. So that's kind of like the food stuff going on at Thanksgiving. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else people debate on Thanksgiving. Oh, I, I decorate for Christmas before Thanksgiving. I listen to a little bit of Christmas music before Thanksgiving. That doesn't take away from Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's part of the holiday season. Um, so you know, I, I I I'm already decked out with Christmas stuff in my house. Um, I don't think that takes away from anything. Uh, Friday I'll probably help uh, bring more Christmas. Um, decorations up for my parents. Um, so yeah, those are that's what I do at Thanksgiving. Um, so I'll I'll do kind of the traditional stuff I'm thankful for, and then I'll get you guys out of here. Uh, first, uh, we'll start uh, with the less serious and get to the serious. Uh, I, I'm really thankful as a K State fan and as a K State graduate, third generation graduate. Uh, my grandfather, my two uncles, my father. Uh, myself and my brother, even though he's not a K-State fan, but he's part of that third generation. Uh, very thankful to be part of the proverbial K-State family. Bringing uh, my cousin in. Uh, she's a graduate, uh, so she joins me and my brother as K-State graduates uh, when looking at my mom's side of the family. Uh, lots of uh, KU fans over there, um, but three K-State gra- graduates to two KU graduates. And the Sunflower Showdown, my brother double-dipping on both sides of the rivalry. Um, but very happy to be part of the proverbial K-State family. When you look at K-State athletics as a whole, thankful for Gene Taylor, who's been on the show uh, multiple times. His leadership has led to more advancement when it comes to facilities, when it comes to fundraising, when it comes to hiring coaches. If you look at the coaches and you look at the programs, Chris Kleiman, um, Hopefully on the uh, on the verge of back to back top ten or top fifteen top twenty seasons, um, Jerome Tang. I truly believe he's going to be the man to bring a national championship to K State. You look at Jason Mansfield, who was hired in, in this season in volleyball, hoping just begging for them to get into the NCAA tournament. Uh, with Jeff Meddy, the the team that he's assembled for K State basketball in the top twenty five in the top twenty, uh, I think they're going to make noise all season. Uh, you look to the to the spring sports 
look, I think Pete Hughes, uh, he hasn't gotten to the tournament yet, but they're getting top to preseason top 25 buzz. Uh, you got Cole Pepper, who's an absolute star for the baseball team. And you have, uh, you know, you have so many award winners for volleyball. Leah Carter, Mackenzie Morris. Um, you have so much young talent there as well. Of course, Aoka Lee, Gabby Gregory, Serena uh, Sundell, the Glenn Twins, Walker, Sands, all these uh, or sides, excuse me, all these great talent uh, for women's basketball. You look at the roster up and down, men's uh, basketball. Uh, you have two M- future NBA guys, Arthur Kaluma, hopefully Naquan Tomlin comes back. Perry's going to get it going. Um, three young freshmen who are, who are going to be the real deal. And you guys know how much this football team means to me as well. Um, don't uh, Cooper B. I, I'm just I, there's so many of them, but again, getting to watch Cooper B. B. The last few years, absolutely amazing. Um, the more serious side, uh, love my family and friends. Uh, some of the best in the world, always there for me if I need them. Uh, I, I lived a I live a very blessed life. Um, have the the best support system, the best family. Um, great friends. Um, I, I couldn't ask for more. Um, two supportive parents who, who have always helped me, uh, who, who have always told me I can, I can accomplish anything. If I ever need anything from them, they're there for me. Uh, a great little brother. Uh, the life he's built for himself is amazing. So happy uh, that he's been able to accomplish as much as he's uh, accomplished so much so in his little life. Just turned 30. Him and his wife... Uh, Amazing. I know some people don't get along with their in-laws. Uh, so blessed to have a sister-in-law that I get along with. I consider her my friend. Um, great extended family as well. Um, could, couldn't ask for anything better. And then, of course, the uh, co-host of this show, Chauncey Bosco. Uh, the best dog in the world. I love him very much. And I love you guys, the Boneheads. Again, this is, uh, I think, the fifth or sixth Thanksgiving uh, the, the show has been going the fifth or sixth holiday. Uh, you know, it, I think it's a fifth. I don't remember. We've been doing this for so long. Coming up on uh, six-year anniversary this spring. Shout out to Grant who helped get it going. Again, this show never would have gotten off the ground without him. So anytime we're talking about thankful, uh, grateful, uh, got to give a shout out to Grant as well. Um, his beautiful wife, his awesome kid. Uh, he's doing great. Again, we'll get him on in December for the De- for a December Q&A episode. Um, so, yeah, thank you to all the guests who helped uh, make this happen. Um, again, it's been an awesome fall. Um, we're going to make sure we're going daily next week as well to get us through to December. Then we're going to go at least three days a week in December, maybe full five. Um, so just stay tuned on that. So, With that being said, happy Thanksgiving. Um, Just know that we here at Bosco's Boys love you. Um, And and it's a great day to be a Wildcat. So with that being said, uh, for Chauncey, for the Boneheads, for all my family, hopefully you're listening to this uh, on your way to some family get-together or you're listening to it the next day. Hopefully you're not out shopping, you get to watch college football. But like I said, happy Thanksgiving. My name's Scott McFarland. Go Cats. Familiar highways Line the least turn brown Making my way 
back into my hometown. Funny how this all looks different, but it feels the same. Like how life never stops changing, but some things never change. So fill your plate and fill your drink and fill this house with family. The kind of love that all these years can't wash away. Short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving day. Watching football, watching families grow. The old kids' table, all have kids up there. Starting to see my grandfather and my nephew. Mom still can't talk about him and I'd almost cry. So fill your plate and fill your drink and fill this house with family. The kind of love a thousand miles can't wash away. Cause the older that I get, I see life is short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving. Over you just wash away. As we made it through, I do believe the longest year in history. Thank God that it's Thanksgiving Day. Podcast Network.